All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Well, this nation after dark begins now. You see these? These are W's. And you get a W, you get a W, you get a W. We all get W's, Dan, because it's 12 in a row for these Edmonton Oilers who set a new franchise record, continuing said franchise record. What a game, what a comeback, another comeback victory for these Edmonton Oilers. You come at the king and you best not miss, Yanny Gord. I'm looking at you, buddy, old boy. You got that leaking face. What an end to the game. Also, Dan, we were just texting before this. That last three minutes took an eternity for that game to end. There was so much, I don't know, bad blood, whatever. It all boiled over, but it boiled over to an Edmonton Oilers W, a 4-2 victory. Seth is in the chat. Couldn't have said it better myself. Let's go, Dan. Yes, amen. What What a start to... It feels like this this rivalry, this matchup is is budding towards something special. Uh, you know, the the Kraken. I think they have a natural rival in Vancouver, but division rivals are uh, are something to behold. And and it was a fun, fun, hard nosed and sharp toothed kind of game. Yeah, you know, the Kraken and Canucks, they have that geographical rivalry. Well, us and the Kraken just share a bunch of players that have played. Yes. For there was just, there was some animosity out there that I wasn't really expecting tonight. But man, oh man, do you love it? It's just every game in Rogers' place right now just feels, it feels different. It feels playoffy. It feels like there's confidence. This team down once again, it happens. You don't get the start you want. But they're down. They're never out. They find a way to come back. What can you say, Dan, about this team's ability to dig deep? Sure, you're down two goals. It happened yet again in the first period. We'll touch on it, but that second period was a whirlwind. Well, I mean, Bob felt like he was really setting us up for uh, for a loss in that first intermission. I think he even alluded to the fact that this might be the end of the streak, uh, and it was only it was only twenty minutes into the game. So uh, that tells you that even if ever the optimist Bob Stoffer is is feeling like it's it's not looking great, uh, things weren't looking awesome. But uh, you know, we mentioned our group chat earlier. I you know I I talked about it 
you want to see those second period adjustments and man oh man did we see a different team come out i think i think you saw it from mcdavid in the first period you really you could see that fire from him and i i said in the chat you know the big boys came to play in the second period leon just absolute fire to start us off and give credit to evander kane you know he he limped out to start the game. There was a lot of uh, hubbub around his his tunnel walkout there, and and you know had a had a stellar game. Uh, if he is if he is as banged up as he appears to be, you know we'll touch on it in a bit. But I was very confused because they said before the game, and Nobby said the other or this morning that Evander Kane was dealing with a hand injury because he blocked a shot on his hand. That limp coming out of the tunnel right there. I don't see how your fan affects that one. He looked like looked like my grandfather, like moving along, slowly needed his cane to get him out there. Hey, nice. Evander Kane needed his cane. There's a nice little pun right there. But he did have a great game. I thought he was all over the ice. But once again, Leon Dreisaitl, one goal, three assists. I thought he was absolutely spectacular tonight. And Warren Fogle, contract year Warren Fogle, Man, he has caught fire. He's caught lightning in a bottle. Two goals tonight for him. And on the siblings night, I feel like his brother got almost as much screen time as Warren. <laughs> well, he's right up there with T Swift, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, same, same. <laughs> I like a lot. Just like has the Fogel brothers. I like this. Dude, they looked a lot alike. Like, I arguably <laughs> put that Shockingly, guy. Aaron, brothers do often share a lot of traits, like Cam and Connor. I, if you, if I look at those two guys at the same time, I can't separate them. Yeah, that's very true, actually. If you guys got to look at my brother, he looks a lot like me. Maybe just, maybe just a couple more pounds on there. I hope he's in the chat. I hope he heard that chirp right there. Take that, Matt Bordzi. But okay, let's get into it here with the Greta scoring summary. Brought to you by Greta Bar-Yeg. Once again, after this game, vibes are incredibly high. You're downtown. You want to continue it? Get a couple suds in you. Get a couple Mario Kart Ws in you. You might even see yours truly there once we wrap up this show. Because yes, Nick Alberga, everyone's favorite Leafs host, is still behind me and behind this room. And we might, we might go crush a couple together tonight because... We all remember, I won my bet with him on Tuesday night, so beers are on him. But inside the Greta scoring summary, we take a peek. And the breakaways, Dan, breakaways were a large theme in that first period right there. Connor McDavid took the puck into the offensive end. He tried some awesome, crazy spin move. I'm never going to shit on or doubt anything that Connor McDavid does. It was a great move, thought it could work out, lost the puck. And before you know it, Eli Tolvanen, I believe, is going back on a breakaway. And I believe they said 32 kilometers an hour. That is fast. Can confirm that. He ripped it top shelf. Stuart Skinner didn't. The man didn't stand a chance on that one. That was a great rip shot. What would you see there, Dan? Yeah, I mean, throughout this streak, the team has had, uh, you know, gives a lot of credit for team defense. And, uh and they really did not on that play. Uh, it's going to happen. This Se Seattle Kraken team is just, a, I almost said San Jose Sharks team for some reason. Uh, the Seattle Kraken team, ocean theme there, uh, is uh, is a quick strike offense. And so, so you, you, you know, you saw it against the Leafs even just in that early, in the early stages of the game. It's almost like Knobloch is, is letting the boys play a little bit. And, and, you know, we, we saw flashbacks of early October Oilers, uh, gave a little bit of a, a little bit of a panic to the, to the old system there to start the game. Yeah, it really did. It wasn't the way you wanted. I laughed at this from Danger Suede. He said, are you going to take Nick Alberga to go see the Talos Bulls? <laughs> Got to take him to see all the like, great sites of Edmonton. We'll go check out Highway 16, the mall. I don't know. Let me know in the chat. Where else should I take Nick Alberga to go sightseeing in Edmonton? We had our The last time Nick was here, was that not when that person was caught inside the balls? I'm just saying. I'm not... I'm not accusing. I'm just saying. Same time, I've never seen those two people in the same room. I'm just saying. You took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to say, I've never seen that guy and Nick Alberga in the same room. So we peddle rumors. Not push that one out there right influencers. now. Influencers. Both they influencers. The wrong guy. They got the wrong guy. <laughs> Everybody in the chat, also, shout out to all of you. 12 dubs in a row. We give you all this content. All I ask you give back, smash that like button, smash that subscribe button. You should even go follow Hockey Fights as my boy Dan. I should have properly introduced you 
is the man behind Hockey Fights, the Instagram, the all the accounts. This man works so hard to bring. I knew he's right there, and he's. I see him. I think I can see him. He's just going to be right behind this glass door. We'll leave Nick Alberga out of this for now. As the Maple Leafs did grab a W tonight, but moving along in the Greta scoring summary, as I said, breakaways, big theme in that period. It was Jared McCann who got sent in on a partial breakaway. It was a great feed. I believe it was from Jordan Eberle. Shout out, Ebs. Loved seeing him again. Another one, Stuart Skinner. Not much you can do on that. You're in a bad spot. They're coming down on you. You mentioned it. That first period, Dan, was incredibly similar to the 2-9-1 earlier in the season where we were turning pucks over in our own end. We were giving up odd man rushes like crazy. It was fantastic. The boys hunkered down and locked in in the second period. But I was worried tonight was going to be the night at all ends. It's just cheating, you know, and it's just it's getting a little bit uh, a little bit too fancy on on in the Seattle Kraken end, and the Oilers just not, uh, you know, and it just didn't go in the net for them, and it was coming back the other way every single time, and that's you know, I mean, we've we've spoken about it. The team defense is just a big thing, and you can't you can't let those guys get those those odd man opportunities against Stuart Skinner because you know he's he's. He's not the greatest goalie in the league, but dang it all if he's not having these odd man rushes and these and these breakaways to start the game, no less. It's it's frustrating. It was rough. I believe, dude, there was even a third breakaway in that yep. first period. I believe it was Tanev who went down. Stuart Skinner yeah. was able to get on the puck a little bit, but that was that was flashbacks to the earlier Aaron from that's two that was 2023 Aaron. I don't I don't want to be that guy again. I don't want to put on a clown wig ever again. You were a little you were a little nervous there, but the boys they powered through because 37 seconds into the second period, it's everybody's favorite player, Warren Fogel, right now. The Kane Drive Fogel's line gets out to start the second period. There's a battle in front of the net. Everybody's kind of poking away at it. Puck just somehow squeaks out to Warren Fogle, who was able to finally beat Joey Decord. We mentioned on pregaming, Joey Decord is as hot, as hot, as hot as a goaltender can be right now. The guy, I believe, has the fourth best save percentage in the NHL. Might not after tonight. We'll have to check that one. Finally able to crack him, Warren Fogle. That line, Evander Kane gets in on the play there. He got an apple as well. Those guys, they're playing incredible right now, and we needed to see something quick in that period. Well, prayers were answered 37 seconds in. Okay, well, admittedly, I told you in the group chat, I was like, oh, the big boys have got us, and they're taking this on. I legitimately thought that that was a Connor McDavid goal. Uh, until I watched the replay again. I was clipping a Pizzata fight for HockeyFights.com, as you'd mentioned earlier, and so I actually missed the goal on initial replay. And I find once a game, when the Oilers are clicking, uh, I will look and I will believe that it was a McDavid play, and then I look back and it was actually Warren Fogle. It's a weird thing. I, I don't believe I'm alone in that, and I need to come up with a name for this phenomenon because it is it is fascinating that it happens with Fogel. I think it has something to do with 37 and 97. But anyways, I digress. What a wonderful play. A burst of a burst of speed from Warren Fogel that I, I think he got away with a little bit of uh a little bit of something there. The the replay didn't show it well, but I believe he kind of clipped his his defender uh, right before. That's how he got that wide open. Uh, but yeah, wonderful, wonderful start to the second period. I love it in here. Losh says 37, looking like 97. And yeah, just to check your theory, I think everybody in Edmonton has felt that way. I've been fooled by Brett Kulak before, <laughs> James Amblin before, Warren Fogel before. That might just say more about my brain and its ability to process information quickly. But yeah. I digress as well. We move past that. Warren Fogel got his eighth of the year right there. And then... The Edmonton Oilers scored a power play goal. Dan Alinek, we finally got one. The boys wake up a little bit. It was Leon Dreisaitl. Puck goes down low. Dry sends it over to Hyman. He shoots it. Rebound goes over to Dry. And he kind of like banked it in. It was just a weird one. Kind of similar to the one against Martin Jones the other night where you're at a weird angle. You're on the side and you just throw it into the net. Maybe not as weird as the last angle. But Leon Dreisaitl, they don't ask how. They ask how many. That's 22 on the year now. And it really feels like Leon Dreisaitl is starting to heat up here, Dan. I said on pregaming, I thought the last game, sure, offensively, he looks good again. He's looking for a shot. He's doing his thing. 
But Dry's been playing the 200-foot game. I saw him back check so many times in that Toronto game. Tonight, he looked activated, cared, body language was better. Leon's back. Yeah, I, I still I I get I get, I get nothing I get nothing but a chuckle out of the the body language experts that come up with Leon Drysdale every time. I mean, we're talking about again a ten year. They were saying it on the broadcast, a ten year NHL veteran of uh, of of this league, and and here we are. We're still talking about his give a shit value, but yeah, night in and night out, that guy is is a driving force for this team. And we saw we saw depth scoring come and take us out of that Toronto funk to start the game. And in this game, it was just Leon Dreisaitl really just firing the firing on all cylinders, getting the team. I think McDavid started us off emotionally and then Leon did the work on the ice to get things going. The second period, Leon Dreisaitl was involved in all three goals, really put his stamp on this game. Also, sorry, I just got chirp from Connor McDavid in the chat right there. He said, wow. what's the, the over-under on Adam saying they don't ask how, they ask how many? I'm going to set it at three and a half. You guys can vote inside the Booster Juice YouTube chat how many times I say it. But continuing with the Leon Dreisaitl thing, the third goal, Warren Fogle again, Kane gets the puck up to Leon Dreisaitl from their own end. Dry's taking up the wing. The man has the best backhand passes, arguably best backhand everything. Sorry, Sidney Crosby. I know you're still in the league. I'm going to play Homer here. He laid that one on a platter for Warren Fogle, who goes out on a breakaway. Not going to lie to you. We're sitting here at the office. I was still watching with Brett, and I said, no, he's not going to score. What do you know, Warren Fogle actually tucks one on a breakaway. He ripped that one, too. It was a great shot, perfectly placed. You can tell everything is going right for Warren Fogle when he's burying on breakaways. It's special to watch, and you're right. I had There's that little tinge of me that said, I don't know, but who are we to doubt Warren Fogle? He's, uh, he's in his contract here. It's 2024. Nothing can go wrong. We're never losing again. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> There's a couple of people in the chat who are actually Although, saying I don't know if they're legitimately serious. We could do it again, but right now I just gave everybody a W. Everyone's got dubs. Well, okay. So how cool is it that we're we're touching Canadian history here where we could be the with 14 wins, we could have tied the Canadian hockey record for most streak. And then uh yeah, I mean it this is just it's just it's so cool to be a part of and it's it's so fun to watch and just exactly what the doctor ordered from a team that started off poorly to start the season here we are now in 2024 and we're laughing about october and we're joking about the fact that we started off this game like we were october oilers ha 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 and here we are victors and again what is it like to lose we don't know we've never done it before Hey, well, in 2024, the new year, new me, I absolutely don't know how to lose. Never even heard of her before. But, hey, let's let's pull it back just a little bit. There's a couple moments tonight. I love it. Everybody, you know what, Nick? Get out of the chat. <laughs> <laughs> He's still back here. Just, I can hear him giggling away. But, uh, Nick Alberga, I apologize. I brought this man into our chats and into our lives. Uh, continuing with the Greta scoring summary, though. Zach Hyman, I saw somebody in the chat said, ask how, ask Zach Hyman, because he know how to score, he knows how to score goals. The Edmonton Oilers power play, is it back? They went two for four, and that fourth goal, that was classic Leon Connor, Zach Hyman, slicing and dicing the Seattle Kraken defense. Dry sends it over to Connor, a little whoop, 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 sends it over. Backdoor tap in for Zach Hyman. Zach has shown the ability to score goals any way imaginable. We've seen breakaways. We've seen it off his face. We've seen tap-ins. Those ones are the ones where that's a product of playing with Connor McDavid, and you don't apologize for those ones. But, I mean, in the same breath, and you always have to be reminded of the fact that there isn't a lot of players, and we've tried a lot of players with Connor McDavid that have been able to click. And you've seen it with Sidney Crosby. You've seen it with Alex Ovechkin. It just the great players need players to play along with them. Like Zach says, what can't he do? And, I mean, really, there is a lot of things. And I think when we sign Zach Hyman, I think a lot of 
players or a lot of fans pined and dreamed that we may have another Ryan Smith on our hands. And I think we absolutely do. You've got a Ryan Smith with a little bit more scoring finesse and a little bit less of the, I think the, the sandpaper, maybe the grit that, that Smitty had, but man, oh man, does he have heart in spades and he is in the right spot at the right time for the great players that we have on this team to be able to get to. He's got some sandpaper to him, but you're yes, absolutely oh yeah. It's the fan favorite thing, thing with Zach Hyman. He's in the chat. You just saw it. He asked, what can't I do? I can also tell Nick Alberga is trying to suck up to the chats because he said Derek Ryan, all capitals, in a Waz voice. Good boy, Nick. Give me more of that. Give me more of that. Less of that Leafs talk. So that does it for the Greta scoring summary. The Edmonton Oilers defeat the Seattle Kraken by a score of 4-2. to two. As I said, the Oilers went 2-4 for four on the power play tonight. Once again, the penalty kill. These boys, this is a whole different penalty kill unit from earlier in the season. The Kraken went 0 for 5 tonight. I didn't like the amount of penalties the Oilers were taking. But hey, when you kill them off, that's the thing is I now have confidence in the penalty kill. I used to have the most confidence in the power play. Every time they go out there, I think we're going to score a goal. Lately with this PK, I feel great. I also saw somebody pointed out in the chat, go Nashville, go, as they are currently up 2-1 to one on the LA Kings. If the Kings do not, Grab two points tonight. We should get the third spot in the Pacific. I do believe if they get one point, I don't know how that works. I'm too confused. I'm not a mathematician. That's for, that's for Dan analytic to figure out. That's my boy. That's my boy. The analytic machine over there Uh, looking in the booster chief chat. They are all yelling at Nick. Still (laughs) Lance says Nick wants to be an Oiler fan. So bad. (laughs) Well, the Toronto Maple Leafs were able to grab it. He's so got have- he's got plenty of time to join the bandwagon once they get out in the first round. Oh, I see Connor Brown is in the chat. He says, all capitals, I will score against hey. Calgary. Dude, I love that they put him out there for the empty netters now. I feel like most of the time he had he had a close opportunity there. I don't know. What do you got here, Dan, on Connor Brown? Connor Brown, it's coming. The we saw it with Ryan McLeod. He he is doing all the right things and you can't, you can't give credit to that penalty kill without noticing the players that are on it. And Connor Brown is on that number one penalty kill unit often and shows in his time on the PK, he shows me that effort and that, that, I don't know that certain je ne sais quoi that that just kind of tells me that he's that's why he's in this lineup and that's why he's able to overcome all of the nonsense and all of the haters that want only coals and only points out of players you, you i mean this is now we're now like four or five games in this streak now where connor has been close connor brown has been close close if not you know just on the post kind of uh, opportunities to score his goals so it's coming and i think it's going to come in a in a fire hose kind of explosion and then and then he'll recede and we'll quiet down about it and we'll move on but yeah i'm i, I see a lot of intangibles with brown that i still like and i just got patience for the guy yep me too I'm, and i'm starting to see it it's passing the eye test you're starting to see it build and grow and you mentioned it He's playing on the penalty kill. It's almost like Connor Brown has taken this bottom six role and said, okay, if that's what I got to do in limited ice time, he's rolling with it. Tonight he played 10-57, three shots on goal. He was noticeable out there. I laughed at who said it in here. Final buzzer. Oh, I don't know. I already lost it. There's so many people in here. But he said the only reason <laughs> I noticed Connor Brown is because we are all watching him like a hawk every time he touches that puck. We all want it so bad. It comes from a place of love. Well, and I think that that's, and I think that Oiler fans are guilty of that for a lot of things. And then we just kind of start to nitpick and we're in game. Bouchard would be one of those earlier in the year. Exactly. We're in win 11, win 12 of this. And when that first goal went in, the the Bouchard hunt, witch hunt was on already in the chats. I saw it and I get it because we want to find the reason to, to, to be able to say yes. We were right, and that's why we knew that that was going to be a loss. And I do want to give Gavin a shout out in the in the chat. There, he did give the point of correction. Uh, we are now tied for the longest winning streak in Canadian NHL history. And if we win our next game, we now hold a Canadian record. So that's a that's a cool thing to be a part of. It is a very cool thing. Shout out Gavin once again. He stepped up. Our boy Pat Puff. He got free tickets to the game like an hour before the game. Shout out Brett. He produced pregame and Gavin stepping up behind the scenes tonight. Well, I got Nick Alberga back here just making noise. Doing really this thing. 
What's this free tickets? Yeah, I know. I've that free tickets. I've never heard of her actually. <laughs> like Kennedy's taken me to a couple games before for free. Shout out Kennedy. Wow. But we're moving along here to the good, the bad, and the oily. And that's brought to you by Alberta Blue Cross. There's only one thing better than sharing memories, and that is making new ones. Alberta Blue Cross Travel Insurance protects your memories and more wherever travel takes you. Visit ab.bluecross.ca slash travel for more information. Another travel trip, Alberta Blue Cross. Let's come on the nation vacation. We still got a couple spots available. You can go on the trip of a lifetime to Arizona with us, the ON crew from February 18th to the 20th. Flights, hotel, hockey, time of your life included. I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't realize till like last week, the game we're going to is at 2 p.m. on a Monday. I'll do this the family day weekend. That's going to be a day for your boy right there. I'm going to have to do pre-gaming nice and early, and I'll be pre-gaming before pre-gaming to then get into post-gaming. It's going to be some stuff. We got lots of stuff planned. Come on the trip. If you're not from Edmonton and you want to get your own flights, we are now offering flexible no-flight options. If you want to book your own but join the party, we got you. I do have to warn you, though, Nick Alberga has talked about coming on the trip because he just wants to come party. So you might be able to, yeah, you can give the man a piece of your mind in person. But let's get it going here. With Let's start with the good tonight. This one, for me, it's obvious. It was the second period. I don't know what Nobby said during that, for, that, during that intermission, but it was fantastic. The Oilers were down 2-0. We did outshoot the Kraken in the first period, 12 to 10. We outshot him 13 10 in the second. I want to give a lot of my love to Leon Drysaddle because I felt in that second he was a man who would not be denied. He was in on every single goal that happened there. It was that second line. I'll give them all love, not just Leon Drysaddle. Warren Fogle did bury two of them. Dan, the bounce back ability of these Edmonton Oilers, it's been very prevalent lately. Yeah, I'm a I'm a big football guy. I used to I used to play some football, and so I I love the I love seeing noticeable adjustments coming into the into the second and the third period. And when you see a different team come out for not only for the you know for the boost that we saw, the excitement that we saw from that team, but just the adjustments that they saw in the power play. That power play was stagnant in the first period and and it felt different in the second. So it yeah and, and into the third. So for me, yeah, it's it's that second period. It's that second period adjustment. It just makes you feel like the coach and the coaching staff is doing something and is communicating with these guys that is actually helping them unlock something for the next period. Once again, I'm not in the room. I don't know. You guys in the chat, all of Calvin Pickard, Connor McDavid, Connor Brown, Evander King, <laughs> let us know what was said in that locker room during the period because the adjustments they're making game in, game out here. It's literally, you mentioned it there. You're a football guy. That's the thing in the NFL, CFL, NCAA, whatever. They go in at halftime. They watch all kinds of footage and say, oh, when we're in this formation, they do this. So let's go attack X. I feel like Nobby, maybe maybe he was a football guy himself, Dan. Maybe he doesn't look like he would have been an offensive guy. <laughs> he looks like he's no, he doesn't. Maybe a wide receiver, tight end. Yeah, yeah, whatever he was. Tight end. I doubt he was blocking very much if he no. was out there. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a stab on that one. With the good though comes the bad. This one, it was the start of that first period. It was the breakaways allowed. As I said, the first two goals they had came on one straight up breakaway at 32 kilometers an hour. The other one was a partial, but he got behind the defenseman. And I said Tanev had another breakaway opportunity in the game. Shout out Stuart Skinner. He allowed those two on breakaways. I don't blame him. And then he shut the door for the rest of the game. Stu does his thing. 25 save, 27 shots against the breakaways though, Dan. I was I was I was getting angry once again. It was like 2023 Aaron was coming back out again because you're just I was just frustrated. The one where Connor and they allowed it, sure. That's you live and die by the sword. You have your guy make his incredible play down there in the offensive zone. It goes back, sure. But when you see it happen that many times in a row, it's incredibly frustrating. 
yeah, it's just getting excited about being in the offensive zone. It's it's losing your guy. It's it's a line change that you get lost in. It it, it is what it is, but it it doesn't make it any better when it starts to compile. The big thing is your bounce back and is how you respond to it after that. Uh, you know, the team didn't need a timeout like the uh, like the Kraken did when the Oilers were able to kind of flip the script on them. Uh, credit to them for being able to just kind of slow it down calm things down yes they let the Tanov breakaway go and and yes if he was a little bit sure on his stick we'd probably be talking about an overtime game here but uh but yeah it was uh it was you know you you've got to have some bad with the good bob you know alluded to it when you go through these long streaks sometimes they get a little bit hairy and a little bit dicey at times because you do start to, to kind of get lazy and and complacent maybe and just thinking that the winds are just going to keep coming like we say they are, and they're never going to stop coming. Yep, exactly. That was very well said right there, Dan. Number one fan in the year said, why are players getting behind our defense? Ryan S., three breakaways, two of them led to goals. And then there's a couple people, I'll use the word, bitching about the, about the referees tonight. I didn't think they were great this evening, but we'll leave that for another. Let's get into the oily here. This one. We went with this. It was grinding. It's kind of similar to what we just touched on. It's the boys' ability to battle back. I want to actually flip this one. I just thought of this right here. My oily, Dan, let's unpack the physicality that was in there in that third period. Connor McDavid went at Ty Cartier or whatever earlier in the game, grabbed him by the horse collar and was ragged on him around because he didn't like a hit he laid. Yanni Gord was pulling some cheap shit out there himself. And a spicy Connor is my favorite type of Connor McDavid. He looked angry. He looked upset. And really, at the end of the game there, I said about three minutes, 30 seconds left. Yanni Gord gets booted from the game. Dirty hit on Matthias Ekholm. His face whipped off the boards right there. All hell broke loose in front of the net. I loved seeing it. And I loved seeing an angry Connor. I just, I think that the league is in crisis mode right now. And I... I know that this is going to, it seems like alarmist and it seems eccentric, but like for me, you watch the Kraken team. We've seen it with the New Jersey Devils. We see it with a lot of these teams that are coming in where they're just, they're soft. And, and so then the referee feels like it has to come in and, and kind of stem the tide. Connor McDavid is being called in such a way that like, it almost seems personal at this point where like he's the most talented player in the league. And if he's doing something and you say that's against the rules, maybe it's a problem with the rules. Like, I don't know. And maybe that's just an Edmonton Oilers fan, you know, being a little bit too Oilers rosy, but I guess that might be then. But I just like, I feel like when the referees lose a game, which they absolutely lost the plot in the first period. And I, I just, when they lose a game, they, this bad shit happens. And I saw it tonight in Washington with the um, Jake Neighbors, Tom Wilson thing. Where, but it's just it's all these hits where these guys are flopping and they're going down so hard and so fast. And like what happened with Ekholm is really. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing mint mobile unlimited premium wireless ready to get 30 30 ready to get 30 ready to get 20 20 20 ready to get 20 20 ready to get 15 15 15 15 just 15 bucks a month so give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promoting for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. 
absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Bad. Like that was a bad, bad looking hit. What happened earlier in the game wasn't so bad. It was just... It, it just looked dumb and these referees have to react in real time and then they're made to look dumb and then they get into this game management nonsense and then the players end up policing the game and it just turns into what it turned into at the end of that game which just leaves a punch no, you know a punchline for guys like me at hockeyfights.com for the next time the Kraken and Oilers face off because there's stuff that's been left unsaid there there just is, and I, be- I believe the referees have caused that, but I also believe that these players and they're just, I don't know, the the there's a whole bunch of stuff there, but the willingness to go down so fast, the, the, the ticky-tacky crap that causes the referees to have to make calls and feel like they have to go back and forth, and it's just nonsense. It's frustrating. Yeah, it's nonsense. Oh, once again, refereeing, toughest thing in the world. You could feel That's- that one building along, and that was a hit. On anybody else, if that's not Matthias Ekholm, I don't know. You might get seriously banged up. We're very lucky that Ekholm straight up Viking and walks on fire for fun and sport. The man doesn't feel pain. We all know that. I can confirm that myself. But, yeah, I just don't like Yanni Gord. And I got to say, the visual at the end of the game of him skating off and he's leaking from his face down there. That's that's an all-time right there. Hanging in the Louvre, everybody. I want that one. That is a piece of art, Dan. The Louvre is just getting overflown with all these images. The Austin Matthews with the hat around, hats around him from tonight is going up there. It's everybody wants to hang something in the Louvre. No, no, no. That one's not going in my Louvre. That, <laughs> uh, no, 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 Austin. Well, I think Nick sent it in. I think he sent it in officially. You got to check with him. Alberta. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't check with him. I was just joking. I was just joking. <laughs> I will have his ass. I will have his ass. I swear. Okay, that does it for the good, bad, and the oily. Brought to you by Alberta Blue Cross. They are the best. Everybody in here, given Dan, you're getting lots of love. You always get tons of love on here. Thank you for coming on. I love. I appreciate hey, you always. And shout out to Pride Night tonight hey. and Pride Tape. Always repping the Pride Tape. Love, love to see it. Love to see the organization still backing that, even with all the crap going on. Otherwise, who, who, who does putting colorful? <laughs> who does that hurt? I do not well, understand hey, how this you know is such a deal that even them doing it in warmups is like it's just crazy talk. I've never understood it. Put whatever you want on your stick for tape. I don't know. I'm not very concerned. Once again, though, there was some sick tape job alignments yeah. with those colors they were showing them one that like gradually built up like a graph not a very artsy guy but that looked very cool in my opinion shout out the oilers shout out pride night shout out pride tape here in edmonton local baby local dan knows that i don't gotta tell dan all right let's move along here to our hot and cold performers and they are brought to you by our good friends at DoorDash, ding dong. DoorDash has an amazing selection of local gems and the staples you need in a hurry too. You can try something new or you can get your favorite comfort dish delivered right to your door. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code, all capitals, NationDan25. Just kidding, it's just Nation. 25 all capitals though keep that in there you will not get you will not (laughs) you can send the bill to dan you might not necessarily pay it but we'll cross the bridge when we get to it for me and my heart performers i'm going too far with this one it's the fogel brothers as i said earlier (laughs) they both got the same amount of screen time i don't even remember what the brother's name was he gave a good interview also shout out to the hamblin sister darnell nurse's sister and there might have been one more out there that I can't remember. Sibling night was cool, but that's so sick to have your brother in the building and you have, I don't know, Warren Fogel's been really good as of late, so that might not be his best game of the season, but it's absolutely up there. The man delivered two goals tonight. He had five shots on goal, 14 minutes of ice time, so he wasn't even 14.52, wasn't even out there an absolute ton. I thought Warren Fogel was fantastic today. He's been fantastic for the whole month of January, all of 2024. That actually sounds better if I put it like that. 
Dan, who is your hot performer of this evening? Oh, I mean, the hot performer, I, I appreciate you giving me the easy layup here. It's going to go to Leon Dreisaitl, just absolutely taking this team and putting them on his back, setting up Warren Fogle, scoring the second goal, and then setting up Warren Fogle again, seeing finding Warren Fogle on a breakaway. Uh, just an unreal performance from a guy. You know, again, the depth was able to save this team against the Maple Leafs. The Edmonton Oilers' big guns were able to save them tonight against the Kraken. Alberga is still in the chat. Nice. <laughs> he's, talking, he's talking Yanni Gord. He's talking everything. He's talking Mitch Marner. Um, want to move along here to the cold performers this evening. And once again, you guys got any hot cold performers? Feel free. Please throw them inside the Booster Juice YouTube chat. I had a hard time tonight coming up with a cold performer. I might go the easy way out here, and I'm going to say Yanni Gord because that hit at the end of the game, whatever chance you had to still be a part of it and get in there, gone out the window when you lay that hit right there and then sure the guy's just he's just a rat i just i don't like his face i don't like anything about it dan did you have any i don't know were there any edmonton oiler cold performers that struck you that stand out i i don't want to say it's like it's not like a cold performer so much as i think that i think that evander kane was playing a little bit of gamesmanship with us and I, I feel like I got got even just in this in this show. I've been thinking about that since then. And I feel like he may have been trying to uh, to try and get us. And I think he got a lot of us with that with that little bit of a limp. Like you said, it's a wrist that we're not. He's not dealing with a lower body injury. And nowhere in that game did I see anywhere where I thought, oh, that's a guy that's that's got one leg right now. It so I I've, I'm gonna give it to Kane for his little bit of gamesmanship. I think which I love and I hate just because I think it got me. Nick Alberga asked Bordzi, "What's in the blue cup?" That's for me to know. You to find out a little bit later. Um, like on here, I see some other people. They're talking Connor Brown for the cold performer. No. That's- it's too easy. No, Frankly, he wasn't a cold performer. I think he's been an asset to this team for the last, I don't know, stretch of games, week, two weeks, somewhere around there. I got a hard time shitting on him for what he does in his limited ice time. I will say, I will say, like you could say Bouchard, you can say the defense allowing players to get behind them. Uh, but again, you know, that's a that's a team that's cheating on offense and that's a team that's looking to get that offense. And if the team doesn't give up and wilt like they did in October, you know, after going down two nothing or three nothing in games and is, in fact, able to battle back, you don't mind it as much. Um, Ryan here said Gagne looked surprisingly invisible. Yeah, that one's fair. That might have been because he played seven minutes and 30 seconds tonight. He but didn't he still fires the puck from everywhere. Yeah, I'll give it to him. He had one block shot, and I'm pretty sure that's the only statistic he had tonight. But once again, he's an old man. He's working his way back from injury. <laughs> he's got to dip his toes in. It's like an old man trying to get in like the hot tub at like your local workout club. Give him a minute. He'll get in there on his own pace. I like that he got in tonight. I brought it up on pre-gaming. I think he's a much better player at home. All of his goals come from home. He gets the crowd going. Adam Ernie's a guy whose physicality I want to take on the road with me. And you had to get Sam in eventually. So, yeah, I whatever. He can have a bad game. He wants you, to can tell we're, you can tell we're in the middle of a win streak when we just don't want to be negative at all. And we're just like, no, don't attack that person. Please leave that one of our players alone. Everything is fine. Yeah, no, you no, you leave all the Oilers alone. You go at Leafs Nation over there. You go get in their chats on there tomorrow go. morning. Calgary Flames, Leafs morning take. I want you guys to start firing in there and start giving Nick Alberga enough chirps that he can't even read this. Ken Holland, shout out you, Ken, in the chat. Great work lately. He said, I forgot Gagne dressed. Well, not surprising, Kenny. That's not good GM work right there. That's not good GM work. <laughs> Um, Dan, is there anything that we missed on that we haven't touched on so far? The one thing I guess I can kind of say is a broad thing is this team's vibe just feels entirely different right now. The down, never out mentality. I know I've brought this up on a couple of shows previously, so we don't need to go too deep in it. But where's your confidence level at right now? Actually, Gavin, can we pull up the schedule for the rest of January here? I do see there's another fresh check mark on that bad boy right there, that. Speaking of hanging things in the Louvre, if this month continues at this rate, I might get this framed and put it just right here behind me. 
Uh, Dan, when you look at this schedule, anything <laughs> happen? I know that, sure, these are NHL teams themselves, but I like what I'm about to see here with Calgary, Columbus, and Chicago. You mentioned that Canadian record. I believe the all-time streak for an NHL win streak is 18 games. We're not going to get there. We're going to take this one game at a time, but this month of January couldn't have gone any better, Dan. Yeah, well, we uh, I love getting this question every week or so because I get to redo my answers and and uh, keep telling you that they're going to win until they lose this game, but then they keep winning that game. But I, the last time I was asked this question, I did say that they were going to lose against the Leafs. So uh, shout out to Nick Alberga on that one. I I don't know. Like, I don't know when this ride ends anymore because, like you said, those are allegedly NHL teams. Uh, there are, I think, some AHL teams that may compete with them pretty hardly, which is which is something to say as an Oilers fan because we've suffered through the decade of darkness and we've had we teams were an AHL team once before that were regulated, relegated. Yes, so I can say that with confidence. But uh, but yeah, I, it's I don't know. I don't know when this team is going to lose again because because now really for the next four games and even beyond that, the the biggest opponent they have is themselves. That's that's why you're the man. That's why you're beautiful. That was poetic. I agree. It's this team with the way they're going right now. They are rolling. Everybody's in here still going away. Oh, Lance Kane. If I put it on the show, that means it's real. If they sweep January, I might get it tattooed. Damn it! Why did he say might in there? I wish he didn't say might. Yeah. He just spoke it out. Um, you mentioned <laughs> it. We saw it earlier. Or sorry, I brought it up earlier. Stuart Skinner, the man. The man is so dialed in lately. Eight straight games allowing two goals or less. 25 saves on 27 shots. This is the best stretch of hockey we've ever seen Stuart Skinner play before. I know he's only 25 years old. I know he's in his second full season of starts. Right now, this guy looks calm, cool, collected, composed, tracking the puck, whatever you want. He's battling through. You saw it in Toronto. He got knocked around, pushed around two separate times in that game. He wasn't coming out. He's staying in. What can you say about the play of Stuart Skinner lately? And are you starting him a Saturday night against the Calgary Flames? I don't think it matters who we start against the Calgary Flames. That team is hot garbage. No, I, I, I'm starting him on Saturday night. I, I, the only concern I have now is just his workload and is trying to get in as many of our backups as we can, whether that's Pickard or Rodriguez or Campbell, whoever it is. Uh, shout out to Campbell. Hey, his. I, I no, know, I know, but no. But percentage. No. Okay. I'm not allowed to. Okay. No. All right. Um, <laughs> Got it. But uh, yeah, I, I, I think give, give Skinner as much of the work as he wants, but also getting him out of the net is not a bad thing uh, for the next little bit. Give him the team seems to play, be playing well in front of a backup. So why not uh, get Pickard in there a couple more times as well? We've got a nice kind of staggered schedule where a day off actually means, you know, you get almost a week off. It's four or five days off. So it's a, uh, it can be a, a nice boon, I think for a guy like Skinner. I want Stu on Saturday just because it's the Calgary Flames. Wherever they ever are in the standings, I don't care. You need to bring your A game because they're going to bring their A game. I think you throw records out the window when you got divisional matchups like that because there's too much animosity. And as Evander Kane said, who's going to do anything here? I can't wait to see where that builds off from the last game as well. Um, Alberga's uh, Calvin Pickard's in there. He says, start me all capitals picks. You've been great all season. I feel comfortable. Any game we put you in the net. I think I want Stu on Saturday and then you to get a game against Columbus or Chicago. <laughs> Frankly, give them both of them. I don't know. Actually, no, not on this win streak. There's too much on the line, too much pride right there. Uh, Dan, who would you start Saturday? Are you starting Skinner? I just love that the locker room is in the chat, just <laughs> absolutely sending us. Oh, with we're their, with in the locker room. We are in the locker room. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, again, I don't think I don't think that you're, there's a wrong answer here uh, because I think that the Evans Oilers win this game either way. But yes, I, I love the idea of just absolutely putting that pillow over their face and smothering. That that was a visual right there. You just <laughs> word picture in my head right there. <laughs> But like, I'm not, I'm not going to touch it. No, we're going to keep moving. <laughs> also, we got to keep our eyes peeled. There's 90 seconds left in the Preds, Ken, the Kings game. 
Preds are still up two to one. Count it down with me, people. Let's believe together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gavin in the chat said he would go with Stuart Skinner. So you know what? Let's talk about the next game Saturday, the Calgary Flames. And let's bring in my handsome friend, young Gavin Turnek right here. Gav, um, before I ask you about Calgary, anything you want to touch on tonight that you saw out there that you liked from the boys? Man, I'm just going to give some more props to Stuart Skinner, man. Now, eight straight games allowing two goals or less. The guy's playing an all-star type of level that we've seen, obviously, last year. And he's obviously a huge part of this reason why we won two all-straight games. So, yeah, huge shout-out to Stuart Skinner throughout the stretch. Stuart Skinner is now 29-1. and What a turnaround. Like, this, every time I look at his stats, they just keep climbing and climbing and climbing, just like the Edmonton Oilers. Keep climbing and climbing and climbing. Dan, it's the Calgary Flames on Saturday. Can you give me a score prediction and an anytime goal score? I'm going to say 5-1 Edmonton Oilers, and I'm going to say James Hamlin. Whoa. Outside the box, Dan. I like that pick. Does Does the sibling trip continue i don't really know how that works uh, yeah i believe that's why they're at this game is kind of some of the family or some of the uh what are they calling it now the mentors trip yeah or is that or is this yeah. one the siblings trip i heard them say both words to be completely honest yeah, both works both works so i believe that that now goes with the road trip so i think some of the siblings were just here a little earlier Bring him out there. Calgary fans, be nice. Be nice to Warren Fogle's well, brother. He's my new best friend. Uh, Gavin, score prediction, anytime goal scorer for Saturday night. I'm going to go 3 nothing Edmonton Oilers. I'm not going to say it, but I think Stuart Skinner shuts the door. See what I did there? And I think McDavid finds the back of the net. Yeah, Borgie's bankroll, unfortunately, tonight. The Betway guys are in town, and I wasn't able to hit my bet. It was Oilers, Oilers win and Connor McDavid to get a goal. But you know what? I'll trade a little bit of coin if we can keep this winning streak going. I think the Edmonton Oilers, I think it'll be closer than everybody expects. Like I said, the division matchup, I think it's be very physical. I feel like Saturday night, dude, let's just have a moment for Saturday night, Gavin. There's football on. There's Ooh. two games with the Packers, Niners. Original? Oh, man, it's going to be a good night. It's the late game. I believe the game before the Oilers on Saturday is the Leafs and Canucks. I do want to say if my thing would load just in time. Yep, Leafs, Canucks, Hockey Night in Canada, double football, takes you into Sunday. I don't have to work and do pre-gaming or post-gaming. I am so excited for this weekend. Let's get her going. Um, yeah, so Edmonton Oilers, they're going to go 4-1 over the Flames. And I'm going to go with the Ryan Nugent Hopkins goal. I think I think Nuge has become a little, no, I don't want to use the word invisible, but he's starting to, you know, slide back down again. Yeah, but not that's as productive on the scoring front for sure, but. Yeah, that first line in general, everything they do, they're playing great. I showed Brett something earlier today, and it was like, um, what's is it the Selkie Award for the defensive one? And yeah. in the top five of this voting thing, it was just some guy on Twitter or whatever, some account. The number one player was Connor McDavid. The number four was Ryan Nugent Hopkins. And number five was Zach Hyman. And I said, yeah, you're so good defensively because the other team never has the damn puck. How can they do anything when you guys dominate and have the shots going like that? Shout out to you, Dan. Shout out to you, Gavin. It was a really good game tonight. Really good night. If you want to continue that night, I'll see you downtown at Greta. We're going to get a couple suds in. Continue this one. Leafs morning take at 9 a.m. tomorrow. I will not be producing that one. Thanks to I'll you guys. Not there. In the chat, before you bounce, do me a personal favor. Smash that like button. Make sure you're subscribed. I want to give a shout out to all of our lovely sponsors. DoorDash, Greta, Alberta Blue Cross, Betway, and of course, Come on out for the nation vacation. It's going to be a good time. I see Alberta's all capitals, Greta Suds, and feel his energy behind me. So it's time to bounce. Everybody, it was a great game. As I said earlier, you get a W, you get a W, everybody gets a W. There's more than enough to go around. We'll be live tomorrow on the Oilers Nation YouTube channel, 12.01 Mountain Standard Time for a quick 30-minute episode before the boys head out to the Jasper Pond Hockey Tournament. We'll break this one down. Everything else that went down. Everybody have a great night tonight. Order some DoorDash. You earned it. You deserve it. Come for food all around. And uh, we'll talk tomorrow.